Imagine tailgating in the UK, though. <laughs> like, it's bad enough in the pubs. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess in terms of the tailgating, there's not really... A, I mean, I'm talking from, obviously, the team that I support. There's not a lot of room uh, around the stadium to be able to actually do anything like that. So we'd be kind of struggling a bit. But the only, the only kind of things, you know, being from Scotland, we're not allowed alcohol at all in stadiums. So... Um, so I'd kind of miss the idea of being able to have a beer yeah. uh, while watching the game. That, that's a kind of that's something that I'm jealous of uh, when it came to uh, when it comes to baseball. Uh, and I guess another thing for me would be like some former player or famous person uh, singing a song, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sort of three quarters of the way through a game. Uh, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't think people would no. like uh, the game stopping. Uh, people like, people are getting aggy enough about the new, um, well, it shouldn't even be new, but the new uh, emphasis on the actual stoppages because every game's ended up like eight minutes added on time and people are getting aggy about that. Well, no, I, yeah. I don't really suffer with um, not being able to have a drink in the grounds because um, in the non-league, some of them let you have a drink um uh, filed probably wished I hadn't one uh, <laughs> bank holiday Monday when we went down there and uh, yeah it got messy and we invaded the pitch after like a very oh, a very late <laughs> consolation goal in a 3-1 defeat <laughs> so that's probably why drink ain't allowed in stadiums and <laughs> tailgating well, maybe, tailgating maybe. ahead of footy there <laughs> it'll be absolute carnage it would be lovely. Yeah. It would be lovely to have somewhere to go hang out and have a few beers and uh, you know do some grilling. Uh, that'll be really good. Um, but unfortunately, uh, we just can't be trusted, can we, as Brits? Um, no, and I think the weather can't be trusted either. Imagine trying to do a barbecue hey. and it's chucking it down where hey, you, you try and... saying that the Buffalo Bills fans. They uh... <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, all it takes is one one Englishman to start throwing a uh, plastic deck chair at someone, and it's uh, <laughs> it, it's game over. Um, emphasis on food as well. I know it's, it's starting to get a bit better at footy over here now with um, food options. But when you go over there, like foods, especially at baseball, it's like the main thing. Like I didn't yeah. believe how obsessed they are with it until I got there. <laughs> And I literally, it's almost as if they can't go five minutes without going to get some food. Some some of them, like, if they're not eating some pizza, it's some peanuts. Yeah. And then it's constant, constantly going back to get more food. Um, well, I was kind of amazed. I was amazed um, when I went down to England and watched a game down there and saw the, the selection of stuff. Like, up here, it was basically pie or pie. <laughs> and then it was kind of like, and then they started to introduce some hot dogs, um, 
And then it was uh, at Tynecastle, what my heart's fan. Uh, they they had this little uh, curry shack, and there was a guy sitting in front of me tucking into a curry with an and bread and all this kind of stuff at football. I'm like, what the heck has happened here? We've we've moved from just having only pies to being able to tuck into a curry if you if you fancy yeah. it. Um, but hey ho. Yeah, I've seen Thai street food and all sorts at the foot, you know. <laughs> some some uh, some grounds have their own like little craft breweries in them and everything. I think uh, wow. FC United, I think they have a craft brewery in their ground wow, and okay. um, Salford do as well. So, yeah, right. it, it's getting there. It's, it's not as intense. It's not like, well, we've got like the best pie competition. That usually goes around and that usually goes to Morecambe most years, I think. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's certainly not as over the top as it is over there, and I'm quite <laughs> jealous because the food I had at the foot of your day was <laughs> awful, awful <laughs> compared to what I had at Wrigley Field. Anyway, uh, welcome to uh, this week's UK Cubs podcast. Um, interesting week. Um, the, Indeed. The uh, period of easy games are up. Um since the All-Star break, we had the uh, spell of, I think it ended up being 30 games in the end, which are all winnable. I've got written down here somewhere the record. I think we are, I believe, we are 27 and 13 since the All-Star break. So, pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> it uh, set us up nicely for this last month. Um, unfortunately, the Brewers haven't read the script. They keep winning. But, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but going to be uh well we've obviously got them coming up so uh this could be a must win yeah definitely uh it's going to be a tough exciting week um but we've just had another tough and pretty exciting week um just gone uh what looked like <laughs> on paper <laughs> uh routine week for the cubs uh turned out being <laughs> stressful how many one or two win games well, I mean, the cubs won- yeah it was kind of, it was almost like it was going to look easy and then they kind of like, oh, but, well, let's make the games exciting. Let's let them, let's them, let them back in and let's, let's have a, uh, let's have the Cubs fans kind of worrying that we're going to chuck it. But um, yeah, kind of a lot closer than, than it probably should have been. Yeah. And uh, that starts off with the uh, first game against the uh, Tigers, which 7 uh, 6 win for the Cubs. Um, Cubs get off to an early. Four run lead, and then uh, Fulmer comes in and has um, a long overdue bad out in and allows four, which lets him completely back in it. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, like Javi Assad kind of it looked like he had a bit of a shaky kind of start and then just recovered really well. And then, you know, as you say, Fulmer kind of making it exciting, making it exciting for us. <laughs> yeah, getting us all stressed out. Uh, luckily. Nick Madrigal and Ian Happ came in to give us the lead back in the ninth, and then uh, Mark Lighty Jr. comes in and uh, shuts it down. Um, nice for once to see someone that isn't Adbert Alzali coming in and finishing the game off, but that poor lad must be absolutely knackered now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, first game, dead stressful. Game two, uh, unfortunately, a loss for the Cubs. Uh, 8-6, and um, yeah, uh, usual story we seem to say every week. Uh, but Drew Smiley finds himself back in the starting spot 
And no. And doesn't even last four innings. Doesn't even last four innings. <laughs> Absolutely awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful again. Gives up four early runs. Uh, no, three early runs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Drew. Sorry, I gave him... Uh, yeah, I uh, made him sound worse than he was. But yeah, he gives up three three uh, earned runs through two innings. Um, Cubs offense comes out and bails him out in the fourth. Uh, and then for some strange reason... David Ross decides to send him back out to almost blow the game. Well, he does blow the game. Sends him yep. back out. <laughs> Drew gives up four, gives up the lead. Uh, it's all downhill from there. And that's Drew, luckily, no longer starting again. I don't know why. I don't know why he brought him back out. I don't know why they decided to give him a start again when they finally found like a, a job for him to do. Um, yeah. He's coming to a later game this week and in the pen and shot out inning. That's yeah. I mean, that, that, I was I was going to say that was like later on in the week. Yeah. Kind of it shows that that's probably what where he should be. It's four um, shot out innings from the pen. He's he's pitched four innings yeah. from the pen. All shot out. You start him in a game. He don't give you four innings and he gives seven or eight runs up. So stop. There you go. <laughs> I know no one at the Cubs is listening, but please. Please don't be tempted <laughs> to put him back in that starter role because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. He no. doesn't set the Cubs up to win games. Uh, Cubs score six runs in this game and it weren't enough to win uh, against the uh, against the, the Tigers. Um, yeah. Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. Game three. Uh, Jameson Tyone looked good through five, five innings. Uh, I think he comes in the sixth, uh, gives up four, loads of bases, almost gets out of it without giving up anything, gets the first two outs, uh, and then gives up a uh, yeah four-run homer. Which is always frustrating. You kind of think, oh, he's going to get out of it, going to get out of it. Nope. Yeah, I think it's tempting <laughs> fate. Like, you'd, you'd take him out when two were on. I don't think anyone was warming up. Uh, but Yeah. To be fair, it were a decent start from Tyone. Um, giving up four runs isn't the end of the world. It's just the way they came. If he'd given up four and the game spread out through them first five innings, we'd have just been sat and we wouldn't have battered an eyelid. But the way it came where loaded the bases and then ended up giving up the four-runner to then give up the lead, a uh, little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to dump on it because could have easily gone the other way. It was literally one pitch of getting out of it without giving up anything, and it was just unlucky, but luckily the Cubs managed to score two to uh, end up winning yeah. the game, so we're not going to get too into it, because Tyone's been pretty decent of late, and yeah, it's nice to not complain about him every week, <laughs> which unfortunately we can't say the same thing about Drew <laughs> but yeah, sorry Drew um, but yeah, that was the end of that series um, yeah, basically come out with the two wins could have yep. um, easily been all three um, doesn't really matter though, does it, because the Brewers aren't losing, so I think we need to maybe give up on that division and just be happy that we're winning series because if we keep winning series we're going to sneak in that wildcard spot like I said last week I'm not bothered how we get in post-season absolutely, absolutely I think that uh, I mean to be honest I do I do think we're kind of 
I think the chance of winning the division is probably gone. I, I do think the wild card is probably the the best shot uh, postseason, and as you say, doesn't bother us whether we're at home or not. Yeah. We'll be at home we'll be watching it on TV. Sat watching so, on MLB TV. <laughs> hey. Absolutely, absolutely. In my pants, because it'll probably still be warm. <laughs> Too much info. Too much info. But anyway, that you've given you've given everybody at home listening to the podcast a nice vision uh, to to be thinking of uh, when they're I watch, watching. The I watch most of the games in my pants. It's summer. Summer, it's my house. This is this is this is where I live. <laughs> These are my rules. My rules. <laughs> no ties in the bleachers. Visiting home no runs must be thrown back. Watch the game in your pants. I was going to say no no trousers in Chris's house. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Thought it would be a nice change if we talked about something which uh, isn't Cubs related. Uh, so I was just wondering if you, uh, I know you have a soft spot for the Blue Jays, so it might be Blue Jays related <laughs> stuff. But if there's any uh, baseball moments which aren't Cubs related, which you uh, are quite fond of. It's like you can read my mind. <laughs> you can read my mind. Um, I, I remember uh, Jose Bautista when he hits... Uh, a, a three-run home run against the the Texas Rangers um, in Game Five of the American League Division Series, and he hits it, and and then just does the bat flip. So I think everybody knows about the bat flip. Where he just kind of stops, looks at it, admires admires the home run, then throws the throws the bat, and then kind of just saunters around the the bases. I remember that series because it got it got quite chippy. Uh, between the two teams, and it, that was kind of like a like a middle finger to the to the Texas Rangers, and it kind of spurred them on to kind of keep uh, keep going through that series. So that's probably my 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 favourite memory, uh, non Cubs related. Uh, and as you say, I've, I've you kind of outed me uh, when you keep talking about my, my soft spot for the Blue Jays. Um, the Blue Jays obviously were were my first team, uh, based on the fact that they were the first baseball team that I'd ever heard of way back in what ninety three or whatever. Um, so yeah, so no, I still I still I still watch uh, for their their results, and I don't watch as many games because uh, I'm watching more Cubs games uh, now. But uh, yeah, no, that, that's definitely. My my favourite non Cubs related uh, memory of Jose Bautista throwing the throwing the bat. What about you? Uh, well, um, um, very recent, but uh, the uh, Mitch Hanniger, um single uh, against the Angels uh, towards the end of last season, which um, set the Mariners up for a first postseason appearance in about twenty years. Okay. It was quite good. Um, yeah, it was. It was more the, the the TV broadcast call more than anything because I always think that can really make a moment. But you could tell the like the excitement. Uh, take note, Book Shambi. Take note <laughs> because he was screaming down the microphone. He was screaming, "What a night! What a night!" And it felt like a huge moment in baseball, even for someone who doesn't care about the Mariners at all. I was just like, you know what? I hope they go on to make the postseason now because it's just just. <laughs> just moments like that are just nice to see. Some fan bases deserve it, and yeah, if the well, they've definitely kicked on this year. Yeah, they've they've definitely got to make the postseason again this year. Uh, another mm. one. Uh, remember uh, after the Astros cheating scandal, and uh, jo- Joe Kelly <laughs> decided to take it upon himself to uh, <laughs> to, to plunk someone, and then start yeah. pouting pouting on the mound as he walked off that was pretty funny um anything anything which goes against the astros is always good 
especially seeing Altuve getting plunked. You've always got like that. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Got to love a good brawl as well. Good bench clearing brawl. Anything. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, Tim Anderson getting knocked out. That's going to go down (laughs) for a while as one of my favourite non-Cubs baseball-related moments. (laughs) Down. Down goes Anderson. (laughs) Down goes Anderson. Funny. Superb. Um, Yeah, then the Cubs headed to Pittsburgh for four games, which we might as well call the Ray Series. Because Ray was there, I don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed. I saw all the, I saw all the photographs. I saw all the photographs. Photo spam. I don't, I don't yeah. think he listens. So, <laughs> and if he does, hi Ray. Hi Ray. <laughs> He's not listening. We loved your photographs, mate. He's not listening. <laughs> yeah, game one of this. See, absolutely awful game, awful game. Um, three three after three and ends. Um, bullpens just shut the game down and it's just uh, just sat watching nothing happen for hours hoping someone scores so it doesn't go to extras because I've got work the next day and of course it goes to extras uh, but luckily in extras we get the Neil happy play of the week all about it's time for Neil's happy train play of the week Oh, absolutely. Um, I didn't have to sit through it for a couple of hours. Um, I fell asleep. Uh, those of you that might know, uh, I have a a small baby in the house and you sleep when they sleep um, and you wake when they wake. And she very, very kindly woke me up uh, just in time for the ninth inning. Um, and I managed to, as I was changing her, watch the watch extras um, and the, the, the happy play of the week uh, is Ian Happ uh, securing the securing the win for us uh, with his uh, with his two runs? So yeah, he's uh, people complain a lot about Ian Happ, but he's been quite good lately. But that might be because he's played the Pirates. Um, interesting fact. <laughs> interesting fact about Ian Happ: every time he's played the Pirates since two thousand and eighteen, he's been on base. I think it's a fifty-six on game <laughs> base I mean, like, now. Um, yeah, which is insane. He's got the. They were they were his team though, right? Yeah, he followed, they were the, his team he followed the Pirates. Yeah, yeah. So it's absolutely hilarious. It's that kind of thing where you 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 play well against the team that that, that you love, and yeah. it is an that's an amazing amazing stat. I think he went to uh, I think he went to college in Cincinnati as well, and he seems to hit really well there as well. So <laughs> I don't really understand why he's not uh, this good at Wrigley Field because he's probably spent more time at Wrigley Field now than he has did in Cincinnati, yeah. but. Yeah, we're Ian. Sorry, don't mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what looked like it was going to be a nightmare, and I was dreading it. Um, ended up being it's nice to win in extras, isn't it? It's it's stressful, but it's always nice to win in extras. Uh, Absolutely. Also, uh, they they used uh, Bednar too early. I think if Bednar pitched in the extras, I think we'd have struggled a bit more. But they brought him in in the ninth, and then he didn't pitch in the um, tenth. So yeah. Cheers for that, Pirates. Thank you. But talking of pitching, moving into game two. Moving into game two, uh, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller was ridiculous. <laughs> Mitch Keller, uh, Cubs lose 2-1. You, you can't really argue about it because Mitch Keller just, um, it's not like he was striking people out. He was just getting soft contact out of the Cubs. The Cubs just kept um, flying out and flying out and flying yeah. out. 
and they, were, they looked like they were going to get shut out until Mitch Keller got took out the game. Bednar came in, I believe. Um, was it Suzuki? Yeah, Suzuki yeah. at Homer off him. Um, Suzuki's been quite hot lately. Uh, 10, 10 game hit streak for Suzuki, which is really good to see after his struggles. Uh, that is a career high for him. Absolutely. Now, he's. Uh... He's been great over these last wee, wee while, and, I, and I'm kind of wondering whether that that break that he had, you know, took the pressure off him a little bit. You know, when you get into that that mindset of I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, it's probably difficult to get out of it. And if you break it, um, and then he's came back and he's been he's been brilliant over the the last few games. So, yeah, well done, Sia. Yeah, well done, Sia. Yeah, uh, against poor opposition. So we really need him to be good. Does it matter? Does it matter? We really need him, him to be good this week. It's time it's for time the disgusting picture of the week. Drew Smiley's failure uh, opened the door for Jordan Wicks. We finally get one of the pitching prospects up, which I've been screaming for for weeks. <laughs> Jordan Wicks comes in. Uh, what usually happens, uh, I find, when a big pitching prospect comes up, that first uh, bat always seems to end up in the seats. <laughs> So when that one ended up in the seats, I was not worried at all. I think I remember Adbert's debut. I'm pretty sure his first batter ended up in the seats. You see it more often than not, that first inning's rough and you don't get a good idea of them because they're, they're amped up. Um, but yeah, he gives up the homer off the first batter. I think he gives up a couple of walks. And once he's out of that first, he only gives up the, the one run. Uh, he then retires the next 15 uh, it's absolutely superb but one of the better pitching debuts uh, in MLB for quite some time absolutely it was that kind of you know as you say you and others have been sc- screaming for uh, one of the prospects to come up and uh, I, I, I was concerned I know, I know that you weren't but but I was I thought oh here we go we've given it we've, we're giving him a shot um, and he looked quite shaky but then once he got out of that he, he was, he was, he was brilliant. Um, and long may that continue. Hopefully it's not just a, a kind of one and done. Um, so yeah, no, pitching in game two and pitching in game three. Uh, thankfully it went the other way where it was uh, Jordan Wicks that was, uh, was on fire. So well played, Jordan. I liked all the celebrations as well uh, afterwards with all the family and stuff. It was cool. Uh, whereas Wicks was superb, uh, unfortunately Hayden Wesneski wasn't. Uh, what looked like it was going to be a really, really easy, simple game for the Cubs. Uh, Hayden Wesneski came in just in was it the eighth? It weren't even a case of like, or was it the seventh? It doesn't matter. He came in, he allowed five runs, and he was crap. Um, yeah. Uh, Wesneski, I don't know whether it's because he doesn't know his role and it keeps getting changed. Just send him down to stretch to be a starter and he comes up and he's a long reliever. Uh, they're just putting him in. What they're doing with him? That I'm not. I'm not a fan, but uh, but it may well be something like that. It may well be that he's he's kind of struggling with uh, what what is your kind of identity on this team and um, if you're kind of stopping and changing and this that and the next thing it probably is quite difficult to get your kind of head into the into that but um yeah I, i'm i'm not a fan sorry 
it does look good sometimes. He looked good in spring training. He looked good at the end of last season. I think they just need to, he just uh, he probably needs to go down, doesn't he? Because yeah, he hasn't been great this year. Um, that let him back into the game. Uh, I forgot what the score was at that point. I'm pretty sure it was eight six. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was um, Suzuki uh, double um, scores two. Um, then yeah. Palencia comes in, gets two outs, gets into a bit of a jam. Alzali comes in, gets the final out. Um, yeah. It's time it's for time that. For that. Thanks for coming Thanks anywhere. anywhere. Player, Player of the week. Uh, Osvaldo Bido. I think this is <laughs> the second time we've faced him. Absolutely crap. <laughs> Absolutely crap. So for as good as Jordan Wicks was, for as bad as Hayden Wesneski was, <laughs> nothing gets as close to how bad this guy was. Walked mm. five, allowed eight runs. That, Not a good that's, day at the that's office. That's story. It's yeah, a, not a good day it just looked office. like an easy game for the Cubs. They, they, they were up against a terrible pitcher who was having a terrible day. Uh, they were cruising. I think it was 8 1. And then, yeah, where Snesky happens. But Cubs win. That's the important thing. Um, they took two of three at this point and look to take the series in a game four. And the Cubs really wanted a nice, easy game for once. And um, yeah, yeah, they uh, finally got one. So yeah, ten-one Cubs. Uh, the ass man, Javier Assad. Yeah, I was gonna say Javier Assad coming in. That's absolutely insane, isn't he? Like he's but just. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing when you can get a starting pitcher that can go along in a game. Uh, you know, we've already spoken uh, about a few of our pitchers that haven't managed that. Drew Smiley being kind of. Key on that one, um, but but Javier Assad coming in, giving us what was it? Did he seven innings? Did he? He went seven, right? Yeah, he went seven innings. Yeah. Um, Keegan came in for the yeah, two. So seven innings of one run baseball, and then uh, welcome back Keegan Thompson. He comes in, strikes out five for the, five of the last six outs. Close the game. Up. Probably a nice thing that he, well, probably a nice thing that he got a nice sort of easy out and with that big cushion and uh, no pressure, just come in and do his thing. He looked good. Um, yeah. He yeah. looked good. I mean, it was against the Pirates, but the, the no mugs in that lineup. He were up against uh, McCutcheon. He were up against Brian Reynolds. These are decent mm. offensive players, and you were making them look foolish. So, yeah, um, worth mentioning, Belly had a good night. Uh, five RBIs. Um what more can you say about Cody Bellinger? Other than I think he's probably going to be Chris, Chris Neal's player, player of the week. I'm going to say it seems like a kind of weekly. Uh, that seems like a weekly slot uh, uh, on our podcast. Um, there's what else can you say? About, I mean, he's he's been awesome and uh, quite rightly uh, player of the week. I think that um, I'd like to make my case for for Saya being a kind of a second uh, in there. I think that he's been great. Uh, it's been great to see him recover from the real slump that, that, that he had. Um, and, you know, as I said, I'm hoping that, you know, having a, a break 
allowed for him to kind of reset and keep going. And wh- whether it's against poorer opposition or not, you still have to get it done, and he's, and he's been doing it. So um, here's hoping it continues on into next week and the week after. Yeah, we need. We can't be affording to carry anyone for this next month. No, no. So say no. is definitely one we can't afford to carry because he's not going to be getting sent down. So yeah, say no. say has been great. Uh, probably his best stretch as a Cubs player. I think um, he was a bit lacklustre last season. He's had his struggles this year as well, but he's been great these last uh, couple of weeks. So that's nice to see. But yeah, Cubs take another series. Um, I think that's um, out the last 14. I think the Cubs have won 12. Split one, lost one. Um, yeah, they've only lost one series since mid-July. So you can't really ask for much more from the Cubs. Uh, just the Brewers, uh, like I said before, the Brewers just keep winning when they're not supposed to because they weren't yep. supposed to win last week. And they're on an eight-win streak. What can you do? What can you do? Other than... As you say, you can only do what what, what we needed to do and we've done it. So, um, yeah. All's not lost. Say we take mm-hmm. three or three against the Brewers, we go one game behind them. So, it's not over yet, but it's looking a lot more difficult because um, I fully expected us to be above the Brewers now and if they followed the script, we would have been because the Cubs won enough games. <laughs> um, <laughs> they shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah they, they should. But, yeah, um, what are you thinking ahead of... Uh, well, it starts in a few hours. Um, what are you thinking ahead of this big big series against the Brewers at Wrigley Field? I'm confident because I think that throughout the season uh, when we've come up against or we're coming into series that are going to be tough we seem to be I don't know the the, the magic Cubs turn up and, and we and we play really well um, it's, it tends to be games that we should and series that we should be you know sweeping that, that we start to drop games um, I, I see us winning the series I don't, I don't think we'll sweep the Brewers but I think um, I'd like to see us win that series um, and then obviously we've got the Reds uh, after that. So yeah, what about you? Are you confident? No, um, you're not confident. I think I'm more confident tonight against Wade Miley, but we're up right. against Burns and Woodruff in games two and three, and um, yeah, uh, they always seem to play well against the Cubs, and I'm not not feeling it at all. Um, but. Cubs have been okay against right-handed pitching, so may do okay against Woodruff, may do okay against Burns, and uh, Miley's a lefty, so it might go the complete other way around, but um, we know Wade from last season, and he didn't really do much good for us, so I just want us to smash him for that, because he was injured for most of it, <laughs> and it were annoying. Um, but yeah, the cubs Brewers series always seem to be wild, there's not been one this big for quite some time. I'm expecting something big to happen. Mm. I hope it's not something like a walk-off because I'm not going to be able to handle the stress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope something like like Tyone has a really good start um, or Kyle has a really good start. Something along those lines, you know, something, something nice, not dramatic because, yeah, yeah, it's... We had enough of that last week against crap teams. We don't we don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it this week. No. We want a nice easy week. We want the bullpen uh nice easy, just uh 
four runs ahead, so Al-Salai isn't really needed. He might need to be in for one out. That would be lovely. Um, but I'm not as confident as you. Um, yeah. It's called delusion. It's called delusion. You can call it confidence if you like, but you can call it delusion. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I think if we avoid the sweep, as I said, I've already kind of given up on the division because I just don't think the Brewers are going to... I think we could play absolutely superb and the Brewers are probably going to still win more games than us and we've got four to catch. Mm. So I think as long as we avoid the sweep and then win the series against the Reds, that's a good week. Yeah, no, that, I mean, I, I would take that. I think that... Um, I, I've, I think I have pretty much given up on the division. It's more a case of just trying to do enough to... Um, to kind of secure that wild card, um, I would take that. But but as I say, I'm I'm we're not being doom quite, and quietly, gloom. Quietly confident. We're not being doom and gloom because no. like I said the Cubs they can't really ask for much more. They've gone in the last thirty, what forty games. They've won twenty seven of them. Like you can't ask for much more than that. That's that's good winning baseball. That's not just being above just the 500. That's really dominant baseball. Uh, so we can't ask for much more. Um, just imagine great. just imagine if we hadn't had that hangover coming back for London. Yeah, if they... Cause the, just imagine Because we were good ahead of going to London. That's when the revival started. But they went to London yep. and they were bad for a couple of weeks afterwards. Um, if we yep. hadn't had that, we'd be, we'd, yeah, we would be topping the, the vision. But... Yeah, stuff happens. Uh, we should just be really grateful that we're watching good winning baseball at the moment because mid June we weren't. Mm-hmm. We were ten games, yep. ten games under five hundred, and by the end of this week we could be ten games over. So what a swing! Absolutely, absolutely. So thanks for listening. Once again, if you aren't in the Facebook group, I'm shocked if anyone isn't. Just look it up on Facebook. It is UK Cubs fans. I'll make sure you're not a robot or someone nasty who's trying to throw stuff. And then I'll let you in. If you want to follow me on X slash Twitter, it's UK Cubs Chris. And I'm at Neil H. Watson. So thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back again for more next week. Enjoy the big week of Cubs baseball. Let's go Cubs. Go Cubs. Go Cubs.